Hello everyone, welcome to Tinfoil Tales. I'm your host, Brandon Wright. Got a very interesting show for you guys tonight. I'll be joined by my guest, Brittany. Now, Brittany's had some experiences over the years since her early childhood all the way up to present day. And she was kind enough to come on the show and talk a little bit about some of the stuff she's experienced. So before we dive into our story with Brittany, if you've ever had an encounter, you'd like to be on the show, please get a hold of me. You can reach me at tinfoiltalespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook, just look up Tinfoil Tales Podcast, send me a message there. And if you'd like to help the show, share it. Leave us a five-star review. Anything you can do to help share the show, get the word out, is definitely appreciated. But we're going to go ahead and jump on into our story with Brittany, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'd like to welcome Brittany to the show today. Now, Brittany's had some encounters over the years that she would like to talk about. So, everyone, welcome Brittany to the show. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Or... Uh, sure. So, um, well, I'm from Washington State originally. Um, grew up in kind of the eastern part of Washington State, um, out in the country. And I was born in like 82 and I pretty much I've had my first experience that I can remember was around age four. Um, and it's pretty just, you know, my whole life has just kind of been strange phenomenon. I mean, I can honestly say there's not really a day that goes by that something isn't happening. Um, but I can start out with my first experience that I can remember. And I was around four. Um, I lived out kind of in the country. We lived on a horse ranch and I it was the middle of the day. I was out in the, our backyard um, playing by myself and my mom was inside and I have an older brother. He was also inside as well. And the dog and I were out in the backyard and our backyard we had, there was like a pasture that had been overgrown that there weren't any horses in at the time. But that was basically on the other side of our backyard. So there's like a fence for this pasture. And I just remember I'm playing, you know, on the swings. And all of a sudden the, I hear the dog like barking and growling. And I felt something, I guess, behind me. Like I could tell something was there. So I turned around and I saw this um thing like hovering above that fence in my backyard um it's really weird because you know over the years it's i've tried to like explain it to certain people or describe it but it's unlike anything i've ever heard anyone else describe um it reminded me of like a dinosaur in a way um it didn't it was very strange it sort of had like the head of the gecko but it was very large so its body, not including its tail, was probably like the size of like a love seat, just the body. And then it had this really, really long tail. It was just sort of like whipping around in the wind. Um, it was a like very earthy, mossy green color. Um, it had these wings. It didn't have any like feet or legs. It just had these very strange wings that almost they were like rippling in the air as it was hovering above the fence. So if you've ever seen like a stingray's wings and how they ripple in the water, that's exactly what this thing's wings were doing, but in the air. So I'm guessing that was like 
keeping it hovering above the fence. Um, it had like the head of a gecko. Like I said, it was sort of, it was like a mossy kind of transparent green skin. If I, if I feel like if I would have touched it, it would have been very smooth. Um, maybe even as smooth, you know, like the a feeling of like a porpoise or even a stingray, like that type of smooth skin. Um, I could see like things moving around inside of its body um, and where it's, I guess where it's like chest cavity would have been. It had <clears throat> some kind of like blue glowing light inside of there. And like I said, I could see like veins and just all this stuff kind of glowing inside this body. And it had these enormous wide eyes. And I you know, I felt like hypnotized. Like I just, I know a part of me was just like trying to make sense of what I was seeing. Um, and I would just remember staring, like it staring at me, me staring at it. And <clears throat> all of a sudden in my head, I heard a man's voice. And it said, don't be afraid. I'm not going to hurt you. And we just... You know, by this time, the dog had stopped, like, barking and was also just, like, staring at this thing as well. Um, yeah, and I just remember, you know, looking at it and seeing its tail, like, floating around in the air. And it seemed like we were staring at each other for quite a bit. And then all of a sudden, it just sort of hovered off into the woods, like, behind uh, the pasture. So <clears throat> that was my first experience. And I remember running into the house to tell my mom what I had just seen. And of course my mom, I think, you know, at that point was like, I think she believed me because it was something she's like, how could you even make something like this up? You know, I was really young though. Um, but I, you know, I kind of believe that I don't know if more happened that day that I can't remember, but I know that, Throughout my life, I've had encounters with different types of species. I don't know what that thing was. Um, I'm, I'm just guessing it was an alien, and obviously it was telepathic. Um, but that was like my first experience with telepathy. Um, you know, but throughout my life, I've had things. I remember being, you know, still living on that farm and being young and like going to a friend's house and staying the night, you know, and I would just have this like, these like groups of weird clearish like beings that would just follow me everywhere um you know and I just I would sometimes like talk to them and you know kids have like they'll have I guess imaginary friends well this was different this was like I don't know if you it's <laughs> gonna sound crazy but if you've ever seen like the movie Predator and you know how he like <laughs> cloaks himself it's like that and I've seen those things my entire life. I mean, honestly, I have so many stories and encounters that it's hard to just really tell you one. But I think, you know, <clears throat> I've also had a lot of, ex you know, I feel like that thing did something to me at a very young age. Um, you know, I've been very open to different like spirits and things like that. I've seen weird like black reptile I don't even know what they are, like aliens. Um, I've seen, I've had experiences with some type of reptilian. Um, I know that there, I've lived kind of all, I lived on the East Coast for a long time. Um, it seems like there's different spots where I've lived that have been a little bit crazier than others. Um, 
yeah, I guess, you know, but seeing that at a young age has really just driven me to try to understand kind of what's going on with me and why, you know, I think it's following my family. I have a cousin who has also had some experiences as well. And one actually very close to the first, my first experience. So he lived kind of up the hill from us and he had an experience with some type of being about a week after I saw that one thing. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am kind of a believer that they follow families or bloodlines. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of people in my family on my dad's side is where I think it comes from. Um, They're really old, like European style, you know, they just don't talk about it. Um, You know, and if they have any type of like psychic gifts or anything like that, they don't something they don't really talk about. So it's kind of hard for me because I've been dealing with stuff like that as well. Um, You know, like having premonitions or, um, you know, there's been other times in my life where I've like heard people's thoughts and stuff like that. And um, it's not something you really just like talk about because obviously you don't want to sound crazy. Um, But it's not like when these things are happening to me, I know it's not normal. So, um, you know, I was living over on the coast for quite a while. And I remember I had come to Eastern Washington to visit my family for the 4th of July. And then I went home and I remember I was still light out. It was probably about seven o'clock at night during the summer. And I laid down on my bed and I was just kind of reading. And then all of a sudden I saw this like metal round Um, the only way I can describe it is maybe it was like some type of seal. It just like appeared out of thin air in my bedroom and that had like these raised lines in it and all of this like green misty light and like, I don't know what it like steam was pouring out from behind this, you know, I'm wide awake and I'm just like, okay, uh, what the hell is going on? You know, I'm looking at it. And I just was like, okay, um, am I like hallucinating? You know, I don't know what's going on. So I just, and then not even like 10 minutes after that, I see four reptilians in like pastel, like green and purple uniforms walking back and forth, like in my bedroom. And it was really weird because it didn't seem like they saw me. And if they did, they weren't paying attention to me. Um, but that house that I lived in seemed to be like a, just a hotbed for like strange stuff. I mean, to the point where I was like, you know, terrified, um, my husband worked really late at night. So there was a lot of times where I was home alone and we kind of lived like out in, like in the woods and, you know, just had a lot of stuff happening. There was like, this is probably TMI, but there was an instance where we were, I guess, being intimate and I was laying on the bed and he was like on top of me and I just look up and there's this, this like enormous ball of light, like hovering over our bodies. And I'm, he didn't see it. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, uh, Hey, 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 there's something above us. Like there's something watching us, you know? And so I don't know. I mean, 
I think, you know, there's times where I felt like I was going to be taken while I was awake. There's times where I know I've been taken where, you know, I, it maybe felt like a dream, but not exactly because I could feel everything physically. Um, but yeah, I've had experiences with reptilians, greys. Um, I feel like the greys, it's the most horrible feeling you can imagine. Um, it's like this fear-stricken, can't-move-paralyzed feeling. And, you know, I'm not saying, like, the reptilians have made me feel great by any means. But, I mean, the greys is like a whole nother kind of feeling. Um, but, yeah, I'm sorry. This is kind of all over the place because I don't really know. There's been just so many things that it's hard to, like I said, kind of pinpoint one specific thing. So I but, do have a question. You mentioned like a cloaked predator. Now I have other interviews with people that are online. There's an episode called shadow people. Mm -hmm. And after that one was posted, strangely enough, someone else that I'd interviewed, they'd contact me with like they sent me videos and people have been sending me videos of the same things like and then someone else the lady that i interviewed was about something completely different but she also mentioned seeing and she described it as like a predator like how the predators cloak so this is you're about the fifth person in the last several weeks that have mentioned seeing kind of mm -hmm. like the predator so well I feel like that's that's a different thing because I feel like those cloaked beings they're like a clearish. I, I mean, I've definitely see I've experienced experienced shadow people. I mean, that's like a daily thing for me, um, and I feel like that's not the same thing. Well, in my experience, they're not the same thing. Um, at least I don't think so. Like I, I guess sometimes I'll get like a bad feeling from like a shadow person or entity whatever i've had them like literally fly up like over me when i'm laying in bed and be like an inch away from my face you know um like try i don't know if they're trying to scare me or what um but i've also feel like there's been like other shadow beings that aren't that also aren't negative or bad that um but the cloak like the cloak thing i i think those things are positive as far as my experience, um, then I don't know. I got like a um, vibe from those. I did not get like an extraterrestrial vibe. Um, so I don't, I, you know, I couldn't really tell you. I know that they, it might be like spirits um, or like deceased loved ones. I'm not really sure. I know that they have the power to actually physically move objects. Um, so I've seen them do that, you know. There's also something that's really strange that I had happen to me for the first time when I was living on the East Coast. And um, the house that I was living in was really old. And I remember there was an attic, you know, like those old style attics where you have to pull the door down and then the ladder, like the wooden ladder kind of folds out or whatever. Yeah. And no one was home and I was like in bed, you know, I was watching like Netflix and I heard like some banging and stuff going around like up in the attic. And I'm like, okay, you know, at this point, like I'm not really surprised when anything happens because it's just like very common. So I'm hearing like 
footsteps. And then I'm like, I started to get a little freaked out. So I kind of get like under my covers, but then I can hear, like, I can hear that door open to the attic and like the stairs fall down. I could hear someone walking down and then I hear them like standing. I can tell they're standing in the doorway of the room that I'm in. And then I had a bunch of stuff on my nightstand. I had like some keys. I had like some change. I had um, uh, like a glass of water. And I hear what sounds like someone walk over right beside my head. And it's like they took their arm and they just like threw everything off this table. I heard all the change like hit the carpet or the water and the glass and the keys. And mind you, like, I'm like, what the hell, you know? Um, and I don't know what's going on. So I'm just like, no one's in the house, with me, you know? So it's like, I know it's not, you know, my roommate or whatever. So I just kind of like ended up staying under the blankets for quite a while until I finally fell asleep. And then when I got up the next morning, I, you know, expect to look down and see like this stuff all over the floor. And it was like nothing had been touched. Um, so I don't know like what happened or how they do it, if it's like spirits, but it's, it was not the first time or the only time. Well, that was the first time it happened, but then it's happened again since then as well. Like, I don't really know how it works, but uh, yeah, it's like they have a way of, I don't know if it's like spirits, but they, I don't really understand. It's like, they can make it sound like they're like trashing something, you know? And then when you go to look like everything's fine. And I honestly, when that happened, I had never heard of anyone explain anything like that before until like a couple of years later, I was like watching some show about like hauntings and people were describing that like where, you know, there's like a group of campers or hunters that were hunting like in California up in the mountains. And they were, there was something there, you know, they were hearing like weird sounds at night and then it would sound like they're camp was being like absolutely torn apart and trashed at night, you know, and they'd wake up because they'd be all terrified in their tents. And then like nothing was moved or broken or so. Yeah. I know it's like a thing and other people have experienced it, you know, but I don't know exactly how it works. I mean, <clears throat> I kind of feel like I'd be, I'm just constantly being followed by like spirits or something. Um, you know, it's when during the time when I was kind of dealing with those reptilians, like there was a night when I woke up in our, my backyard with my husband and I, there was just the biggest ship I've ever, it was this just enormous ship. Like I couldn't see any other part of the sky. And my husband was just like staring up at him, like just with his eyes wide open, looking at the ship. And I just remember thinking like, oh, shit, we were just up there. And they didn't just take me this time. They took him, too, you know. So I think I don't know if they're interested in like our significant others or like what. But um, I had an, uh, a dream one time, which I'm, I know it wasn't a dream. But I remember I was driving like in a car at night. And there's a very specific, like, low vibrating humming sound when I know, like, anything's about to happen. And that can either be while I'm awake or asleep. Um, it's like a very low, yeah, it's hard to explain, like, a vibrating or, like, humming. 
And I just remember hearing the humming and knowing like, oh shit, you know, here we go. And all of a sudden I come to and I'm like in like this weird jelly-like substance. And it's really, really warm. And I noticed like I had no physical pain anywhere in my body. And I actually suffer from like chronic nerve pain. So I just remember like it being so hot that it was almost burning me. And I also panicked at first because when I opened my eyes, I was like, oh, shit, I can't breathe this stuff into my lungs. It's going to kill me. And then I and then after a few seconds, I realized that I was fine and I wasn't like suffocating or drowning in this like lick. I don't like jelly like stuff, um, but I didn't I was naked or whatever. And then all of a sudden. I could tell that it was moving like up and down. Like I was in like a block of it and I could tell that I was on some type of like either elevator, like conveyor. I don't even know because it was moving like up and then to the sides. And then all of a sudden I come to you and I'm on like the deck of like a ship and I'm looking around and I look over and I see my husband or what looks like my husband. And, but I know like right away that it's not him and it, this thing comes up to me and it's like, we're telepathically communicating, but I know it's like, in my mind, it's trying to make me feel comfortable. It's trying to make me think it's like posing as my husband, but it didn't change its teeth was the weird, creepy, creepy part. So it's like really close to my face. Like it's like, I can tell it wants to be like intimate with me. And, you know, and I, I'm having like a sick, like a sick feeling, you know, just like I could tell, like it had feelings for me, but not the kind of love you would have for like a human being. It almost reminded me of like a, like a weird sexual attraction, but to like a pet, like I was a pet. Um, and I was trying not to let it know that I was like really, you know, freaked out. And, you know, so it's like, I'm looking at my husband's face, but the teeth, like it didn't change its teeth. They were like, we, they, I don't even know. They're like, kind of like, have you ever seen the movie it like the original one? It's teeth were like that. Yeah. I, and I just remember thinking like, Oh God, one wrong move. And this thing doesn't ever have to bring me back. You know, it can just keep me forever. Um, I also got the impression that it wasn't the first time that it, we had met like that. Um, I got, this is going to sound strange, but I got a feeling that, that it wasn't supposed to be with me, um, that it like snuck off almost like a teenage boy sneaking off to see a girl. Um, like maybe it took a ship and it really wasn't supposed to be doing what it was doing, but it like came to see me. But I think it, it started to realize that I wasn't feeling comfortable because of the teeth and I it knew that I knew it wasn't my husband, you know? Um, and then all of a sudden it changed to like, like a, a woman, like a waitress that I had at a restaurant, you know? And it was like talking, it was like, Hey, she said, do you want to know the secrets of the universe? And then I, I was like, well, yeah, of course, you know? And, uh, it was like, it wanted to exchange information like it gave me the feeling like it thought that I knew something, but I couldn't figure out what that was. And, you know, it was telling is asking me like almost like just 
it like it wanted to be intimate. <laughs> it was really weird. And like I said, I knew it wasn't the first time that we had been that it had come to get me or whatever. Like we had a relationship almost. Um, and I don't know if that was like one of the reptilians from, you know, before, like earlier when, you know, I saw them in my room and all of that. Um, I have no idea. I'm just as confused, I think, as most people probably are about a lot of this. Um, so, sorry, I, I feel like I'm kind of all over, but it's hard to. A lot of people, when they're going over their discussions, it kind of takes off and goes one direction and goes the other. So it's, it's fine. But yeah. I do have a question, like when it regards to the reptilians, do you feel like, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. Do you feel like there is a reason why they chose you specifically? Because I know there's different factions of supposed extraterrestrials and supposedly they all don't get along. So it's interesting that you've dealt with greys and reptilians because typically the reptilians are the ones that are considered the worst. So you said you had more of a positive experience, you think, with them. So I was just kind of wondering if yeah. you had any idea why. I mean, I, you know, I know, well, I've had experience with other things as well that I don't know what they were, you know. Um, like that thing I saw when I was a kid, you know, I don't know what that was. No one else has ever described anything remotely close to that. Um, I've also had experiences with some other kind of like really short very human-like but very very tiny dwarf-like green like i don't know humans i i don't know um i've had experiences with those too that seem they seem very peaceful um you know i don't know that the grays are necessarily like i don't know if it's just like some kind of technique they use to paralyze you and it's like that intense fear like gut-wrenching fear uh, I don't know. I think it might be some kind of like thing that they have to like, you know, make it so people can't run or can't fight, you know, um, the reptilians, I think, you know, just as there's like different species of like, you know, plants or insects or there's different races of human beings, you know, I think it's the same thing. I think there's different types, you know, just as we have different breeds of dogs or, you know, um, and I think, you know, I don't know. I see a lot of people like, oh, I don't want to get involved with like negative or, you know, bad or, but I feel like the truth is, I mean, we're all, I think we're probably a mix of many different races, you know, that we've been engineered to, you know, if you even look at like the ancient, like the Anunnaki, you know. And how a lot of them are depicted as having like wings and things like that, you know. I mean, it seems like we're probably a little bit of some type of experiment down here, you know. Um, that we possibly have genes or DNA from all different types of races, you know. Um, and that could be to like preserve a, some type of race. Who knows? I mean... You know, a lot of people get really upset because they they talk about, 
the way that they're treated when they're abducted or if it's like very traumatizing. But I mean, if you think about it, like, look at what we do to cattle. Look at how we look at how we view some of these lower life forms on this planet that we think don't have, you know, I think it's kind of the same thing. It's just like they don't really have a lot of empathy because they just don't see us as intelligent, you know. They don't um, see us like themselves. Yeah, I think they're they have uh, you know, they're more evolved, you know, definitely. They're higher of a higher intelligence. But even look at us now, you know, I just saw an article the other day talking about how people shouldn't boil lobsters alive anymore, you know, because they're these they've science has discovered that they're you know, these sentient beings. And it's like, well, duh, you know, like I think anything is, you know, it's anything that's living, which it seems like the whole planet is a living, breathing organism, you know? Um, but I don't, it's not really any different than how we brand cattle or, you know, I even think about like my dog, you know, she is tiny. And even though I love her and I've never, ever, you know, even spanked her, hurt her, and all I do is love her, she still gets, a, you know, she's still scared. Even if I'm like, you know, just reach out to touch her, she's jumpy. I mean, it's, there's just some type of fear, you know, that we have. So I don't think that they're purposely trying to like really torture people. You know, I think it's just, they don't, they just think we're not as, you know, evolved or intelligent. They're just like, let us, let us just do these experiments and chill the hell out, you know? I mean, that's what you do to your dog. You take your dog to get a vaccine, you know, and they're freaking out. It's the same thing, you know? It's that same fear. So. Do you remember them ever talking to you or showing you anything or anything like that? Um, well, I mean, I can say that they I have been shown things um which is really weird because it would be like in the middle of the day I'd be like driving to work and I'm at like a stoplight and all of a sudden like these weird like symbols would just appear so I have a lot of things like symbols and like shapes and things like that will just like appear out of thin air um symbols that I obviously they I mean they don't mean anything to me you know as far as I know uh, but sometimes, you know, I'll just, it's weird. Dude. I don't know. I feel so crazy right now, but you know, sometimes I'll just be looking at an object and all of a sudden it'll turn to like a number, like sequence of numbers. So like code, um, I don't know. It's bizarre. I feel really crazy right now saying all this stuff, but the sequence of the numbers actually makes sense. If you look at it in the idea that everything that we're in at the moment is basically like uh i guess the matrix movie would make more sense to describe it but like we're basically in sort of a simulation that's why you notice glitches and the stuff that's bleeding into this dimension this yeah. realm is all part of the a different simulation bleeding in there's a lot of theories that way and I don't necessarily subscribe to anything like that because at this rate, I don't know. There's too much, there's too many things to believe, like with religion, with space, with all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff. It doesn't really all 
all the facts don't really add up and they don't really make a whole lot of sense. So I'm just, I'm a nobody at this point. So I just don't really subscribe to anything. I'm just, I let people tell me what they believe and go from there. So, but it does seem to me that as far as like with these entities or whatever that they are, a lot of people think they're from outer space, but I also think that what if they were already here before we ever were? So yeah, and maybe we just don't see them because they're at a higher dimension. Like we can see into three dimensions and obviously like a parallel dimension. Different. Yeah. Like they just I, bleed into this. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I once heard something explained that basically where we're living, we're living in a shadow of a 5d reality basically. So it's like, I mean, there's going to be points if if you believe that, you know, that's just a theory um, that someone that I heard before, you know, so we're living in this 3D shadow from a 5D reality. Um, you know, stuff is so weird. I'd like to say, you know, sometimes I'll get on a kick and I'll really I'll listen to like Dolores Cannon and I'll really resonate with stuff she said or whatever. And then yeah, I feel like it just gets so weird. And I feel like the more I try to like really figure it out like the more confused i get um i just feel like there's only one thing i can really say for sure is i have no clue what's going on you know what i mean um i feel like it's so much weirder than people want or can even wrap their head around you know or would even want to try to attempt to understand um it's bizarre you know and and let's just think about like that thing that I saw, you know, when I was a kid, it's like, well, holy shit, if that thing exists, who knows what's out there? You know what I mean? Like it could be, there could be anything. So whenever someone tells me a story, I'm very open because I'm like, yeah, I believe it's possible. There's some weird stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, I'm definitely on the lines of this being some type of simulation. I think, you know, if you just look like, look at like sleep paralysis and some of the stories that people tell about that, you know, and how, or like if they're talking about like ghosts and things like that, how they'll affect electricity or electronics or, I mean, that kind of leads me to believe, you know, anything here can really be like manipulated because it's not, it's not what we think it is. It's if it's a, some type of computer program, of course it can be manipulated. You know what I mean? Um, they can change whatever they want or, you know, it's like, okay, well, I want you to see, you know, this lightning bolt symbol and like, so it doesn't matter. They can do a lot more. It's not like what you think when you're a kid and you grow up and you're like, oh, you know, stuff is organic or whatever. It's like, "Mm, I don't know, maybe not, you know, they're already starting to do stuff like with Neuralink where they do the little implant and it almost mm-hmm. reminds me of that movie, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, I think, Total Recall. Oh, Recall. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. And if they're already starting to do stuff like that, who's to say that it hasn't already been done before? And what we are seeing now, we're still experiencing it because, again, even like I said, the movie The Matrix, like if this is all part of something else that makes sense in that that theory to me makes a lot of sense just as much as a religion makes a lot of sense to someone else, just because 
we don't really know anything. You're just taking what someone else has said, even like scientific proof of space and the Big Bang theory. It's again, it's yeah. there's no proof. It's all just someone's theories. So, yeah. yeah. You know, there's I recently ordered a book called like the Mush, uh, the Sacred Cross. I think it's the Sacred Cross and the Mushroom. But, it, you know, it talks about how a lot of these people have theories that, you know, people who are writing these books of the Bible or whatever, that they were like tripping on mushrooms, you know, and like having these experiences, like spiritual experiences, you know. And if you look all over the world, it's like people are doing that. Look at ayahuasca, you know, look at ibogaine and these different tools that people are using in you know in healing like shamans are using for healing and stuff like that so um it's just it's really crazy and really interesting um like i said i've been driven to like know these things i actually work um in aerospace so it's kind of funny because like i've been so just driven to you know explore space or explore other planets and things like that from a very young age um, but, and you can see some people get like obsessed with things, you know what I mean? And that leads, leads them into different careers and things like that. So, you know, I think at one point my parents were a little worried about me, you know, that I think they thought I had like schizophrenia or something. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that get labeled like that too, you know? Um, but it's like, you know, I, I've definitely contemplated it. I've researched the diagnosis or things like that of schizophrenia. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know that I believe it. I don't know that I would be as successful as I am, you know? Um, and I think there's a difference when something happens and you're, you know, like I know when weird stuff is happening. I know that, you know, this isn't happening to like my husband or, you know, so it's kind of a strange, weird line, but I feel bad for a lot of people that are just having these, unexplainable experiences and you know how they're being looked at like i get it i've been there you know um but i think there's a stigma for people that come out and talk about these things because again it's out of the normal cycle for someone so you're instantly labeled as either a kook or like you said schizophrenic or anything like that but as a human we only use a small percentage of our actual brain and this is me with my own theory so this isn't fact or anything but i think that some people and i'm not saying schizophrenia is not really an issue but what if their brain activity is able to pick up stuff that we can't see that's really going on that's yeah. our, our mind isn't capable of understanding it so what if what they're seeing is stuff that's really there that we can't comprehend because our brain isn't as active as their brain is and this relates yeah. back to I one of the interviews that I had before the guy straightly admitted that he was a drug addict and he started seeing things when he tried meth for the first time, which I don't I don't condone people to go out there and do that. That's not what I'm saying, but I think certain drugs, you mentioned mushrooms, I think it opens up someone's perception to stuff that we're not normally able to see it either causes the brain to activate in a certain area and you're getting more of a functioning brain to be opened yeah. up to things that we don't normally would see well i think it has something to do with like dimethyltryptyline right so 
our pineal, our pineal, however you want to say it, um, is responsible for producing that enzyme as well as melatonin. So if you think about it, like I kind of had this theory, well, what if my pineal gland is just producing more of that enzyme, you know? And like there's other people as well, you know, that it's just there's a I won't want to say overproduction, but m maybe more than the next person. And and what would that allow you to see or do? You know, if you think about like when you dream at night and you're, you know, you're you're releasing this melatonin and you're having these wild dreams. Well, think about having that while you're awake to some extent, you know, Um so it's like almost like just being in a dreamlike state constantly. Um, I, that's just kind of a theory that I had about it, um, you know, but now I see other people kind of leaning in that direction as well. You know, they're doing tests on people who, you know, supposedly have schizophrenia and seeing how much their body's producing or trying to. So I think it, it could be that as well, you know, um, but I think, I, you know, I, yeah, I've never done any like crazy freaking hardcore drugs ever. That's not my thing. I feel like my whole life has kind of been like an acid trip, <laughs> you know? So I've never really needed to like do any of that kind of stuff, you know? But yeah. I, I will say, I feel that, um, if you can imagine, you know, I, this is kind of strange, but have you ever heard of Salvia Divinorum? It's another, psychedelic my younger brother had tried it and he said that you know he was like blasted out of his body and he was in the wild wild west and it was really crazy and he was being like he was running from like a cartoon sheriff rabbit and then he said you know when he came out of the trip for like a week after that he couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't you know and I'm thinking like, dude, that's my everyday life like imagine feeling like that constantly and still Try, you know, still being somewhat normal and like maintaining a job and a career and you know what I mean? So I think a lot of these people are just like almost like hyper aware, you know, and who's to say these aliens didn't force like our pineal glands wide open, like our third eye, you know, it's, it's possible that that's a thing, you know. But, it's interesting that you mentioned the salvia because, and I don't know the difference between that and about 10, 15 years ago when the whole uh, K2 stuff like the synthetic marijuana or whatever it was that was going around that you could go pick up at your local gas station around here, at least. I know someone that actually took one of those and they were completely like out of it. They said they left their body. They became the internet and they knew all of the secrets of the universe. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but it's interesting that you mentioned that and said that your brother had basically a similar out of body experience doing something like that. So, but now all that stuff's outlawed around here. So I don't know about other States, but for where I'm from, you can't buy any of that stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm in Washington. It's still salvia is legal here still. And you know, the only reason why I think it's legal is because people have like awful experiences. Um, so I don't think, you know, as far as right now, it's still legal here. Um, but I, I feel like from the research that I've done, it's basically like DMT is, I, they call it blasting off. And a lot of people have such a pleasant, beautiful, enlightening, like experience, you know, 
But it's weird to me that a lot of these people claim to see the same certain sets of things when they do these drugs. Um, they have similar experiences. And I feel like that's just that says something, you know, that you, they're having these very similar trips. Um, salvia is, you know, I've heard it's people can get like PTSD from salvia, you know. So it's just as strong as like DMT, but um, usually it's not uh, it's not that beautiful experience for many people. It's very traumatizing, you know. People say they become like inanimate objects and they feel a lot of like physical pain and um, things like that. There's a guy named, there's a show called Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia and it's this, basically this young, younger kind of chemist that goes all over the world you know, trying like psychedelics and things like that. And it's a pretty interesting show. I think that psychedelics are, they are the future of mental health as well. Um, they're saving a lot of people. Um, so it's, I find it really interesting, but yeah. So I'm kind of into a bunch of weird stuff and yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm just weird, but, and I'm finally getting to the point in my life where I really want to talk about this kind of stuff. You know, I held it in for a pretty long time, but now I'm just kind of at the point, like, you know what, this is me. Like, this is the stuff that happens to me. I know it doesn't make sense, you know, but this is it, you know, it's hard. It gets harder to like hide. I almost feels like, you know, as I get older. At some point, everyone needs to be able to discuss the stuff that they experience, whether it's real or not, it's real to the person that experiences this the experience. So it's like, who am I to say the things that you've told me are a hundred percent true, but to you, they are true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I didn't experience it, so I can't a hundred percent verify anything that anyone tells me, but I believe that they believe that what they're telling me is true. And I take it as true because you got to take things at face value. Mm -hmm. So I, I try and remain skeptical a lot on certain things because I think there's explanations to a lot of stuff, but at the same time, it's like, I've had my own experiences that I can't explain. So I know there's weird shit out there. That's like, yeah. Unexplainable. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I'm always open to hearing, you know, I've never done this. I've never done like a podcast or anything like that, but my hopes is that someone hears this and it's like, Oh, I saw that, you know, gecko dinosaur thing. I've had an experience with that, you know? Or that can relate because it is it gets it's hard to relate to other people a lot of the time, you know, um, even my husband, because he's so not open to like any of this kind of stuff. So it's difficult when you're experiencing a lot of these things. And it is exciting when you hear someone explain something similar because it validates, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, OK, like someone else has, you know, had this happen to them, too. I'm not like alone. Um yeah, so it's comforting and I'm hoping someone listens to this podcast and maybe I don't know, do you have people respond to like different I've had a few people comment on like the YouTube because I this gets released across like Spotify, iTunes, all of that, but it also I make videos and upload them on YouTube as well. I just take the audio and put them on YouTube. And I've had a couple people comment about the shadow thing. They've seen it. Which again, it's not really a shadow person. They're seeing the cloaked, but that's they refer to them as shadow people, and the predator-looking cloaked people is what they really are. And the one guy thinks it's actually military, which again, I don't know, or it's some sort of. I haven't seen it, 
I've seen the videos from multiple people that have sent it to me and I can see them in the videos. I see like the movements of the stuff. So it does look weird. I don't know what it is, Yeah. but, but no, I haven't really been reached out by too many people regarding certain things. I've had people listen to the podcast and they've sent me messages or whatever about it, but they've never anything about certain specific topics they want to talk about. So because this yeah. pod, my podcast isn't just for like abductions or anything like that. It it goes from conspiracy all the way up to like Bigfoot sightings to like the aliens to anything paranormal. So yeah, yeah, and I I kind of feel like what I've gathered is like they if you're involved or having abductions or involved with any type of alien species, you know that the paranormal stuff just kind of go it like it comes together <laughs> it's like a, it's a package deal is what it sounds like from a lot of people that they're dealing with you know you know i've even thought like man am i like oh, maybe i'm some type of like medium you know like is that what it could be um because i i have a lot of experiences um and a lot, it's crazy because a lot of this stuff happens to me while I'm like wide awake. So it's, yeah, I don't know if that has like my overproduction of DMT and melatonin. I have no idea. You know, I, cause I think there's a difference between like shadow. Cause I've heard of stories where this, there was a grandmother and she was sitting in a recliner in her living room watching TV and knitting. And then she looked over and she saw three black, completely black figures but look that looked human and she it kind of frightened her and she didn't know what it was well years go by and this woman passes and then her three grandchildren walk into the living room they look over and they see a blacked out figure of their grandmother sitting in their the recliner sewing and watching tv so it's like i don't know i think there's a very if there are dimensions and things like that they're super close they're like stacked on top of each other and maybe you're getting a glimpse into these other dimensions you know that you normally whether that be like the spirit world or whatever um i remember being really really young probably like six and i remember like thinking looking at something it was like a speck or something on a wall and i remember looking at it and like knowing that there was like universes inside of just that spec that we it's just like these multiverse within the multi you know that type of thing like there's just all these different lives and things like that so it's like you know being like six years old and like not just like thinking it but knowing it like ha having a knowing that that there were like infinite amount of universes and lives and just stuff like that so <laughs> i feel like i was pretty i guess maybe i'm kind of weird um you know i don't know where this comes from it's not like no one told me that stuff you know what i mean like it's just it was there it's there and, and it always has been is what it feels like like these weird just knowings like knowing there's a way to like heal people by like thought or you know, knowing that we have the ability to speak to each other through our minds. And um, I think a lot of people, as you see, even kids now that are being born, I mean, you, you, there's a lot of autism, it seems like. And I kind of have this feeling that we're all on that spectrum somewhere, you know, 
Um, but just, just the brilliance, you know, I work with an engineer who has Asperger's and wow, he is one of the most brilliant people that I've ever met, you know? And I just think we're more and more children are being born so much more aware of stuff like this. And to me, it's like, okay, well, maybe it's evolution for our species. We're getting to the point where it's, you know what I mean? Like we're evolving for something else. So, and I think aliens may choose certain families or bloodlines. I don't know if it has anything to do with like royalty. I know that on my dad's side, um, they're Danish. Uh, and I know that they're kind of like loosely related to like the Royal Danish family. So I feel like maybe that could have something to do with it, you know, but I've also heard people say, well, maybe they're following you because you have emotional intelligence, you know, so or they they want to breed more of like, you know, either your intelligence or your I think it could be a lot of different things, you know, reasons why they're following or want to keep tabs on certain families or. That yeah. brings up the most common question I've had from people regarding other people that have I've talked to you about, they want to know why that person, like, why are you chosen to experience the things you're experiencing when others aren't being chosen? There's got to be a reason why people are getting picked. So a lot of people are questioning, well, what makes this person so special? Like that's the thought process to someone is like, Oh, they don't believe these people because I don't experience things. Why are they so special? Why do they experience these things? It's like, well, I don't have an answer to that because I don't experience the things that these people talk about either, but who am I to say that they're not experiencing it? Well, and the thing is, it could also be that you are experiencing it. You're just not, you can't remember. Cause I feel like there's people who, who remember every single abduction. They're awake the entire thing. They're very conscious, conscious, you know? So it's just like, why, what is that guy named like Jim Sparks, you know? can I can re literally recall all of his abductions. So, I mean, it might be that everyone's experiencing these things and just some people, I don't know, maybe they know some people can't handle it, you know? And so it's better for them not to remember or not to know. I mean, I, I kind of feel that way, feel that way about my brothers and like my dad, you know, I think that it's happening to them for some reason. They just, aren't they can't remember or whatever you know um but for some and, and i can and i don't know why that is um i don't know why some people get to remember or don't or you know but yeah you know, it wouldn't be you know we're, we might just be this little science experiment you look at like the moon you know there's stories of like the moon not even being in our solar system at one point and that it was drug here by some some other higher you know being that 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 it was put here and we have to have that to have life on our planet if it weren't for the sun and the moon we wouldn't even have life here so it's like that polarity like that law of polarity and like the male and female energy you know you have to have the sun to give birth to life to the planet you know i've actually got an episode coming out here relatively soon and it's the flat earth theory where they don't necessarily believe that the sun and the moon and space even exist 
And I've always been one. Yes, space exists. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense when you think of distances and stuff like that. Like I've always been the earth is round or whatever that science has always told me. Yeah. But they, but they have, when you start to dig into the whole flat earth theory, which again, I always just kind of wrote it off as one of those crazy theories. But when you actually start to dig into that rabbit hole, some of the stuff that they talk about starts to make sense. And it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> so you're like, do you, how, how much further do I want to keep digging? But the guy that came out on the show is actually one of their top guys that are known for this theory. So it's interesting you mentioned like the moon and stuff because they don't believe that the moon is even real, which I don't know how you not believe it's real. I see it out there, but when it comes to actually being a place that you can go to and land on, they don't believe that that's true, which I don't necessarily believe that we ever went to the moon either, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's lots of theories about the moon, you know, being like hollow, being a base. Um, there's, you know, if you, oh God, even if you watch like the interviews with like Neil Armstrong, you know, um, oh wait, sorry. I can't remember. It's Neil or Lance. I always get the two. <laughs> It's Neil. I think it was a uh, Buzz Aldrin too. But you, I remember watching like just a clip of like their interview and how they looked like sick in the face. You know what I mean? They just look like they're. I don't know. What if it was like a point where they went there and the aliens are like, "Get the hell out of here! You're not going to colonize the moon. Like this is our base. Get the fuck out!" You know. They made uh, a very big point to go to the moon and once they got there everyone just kind of gave up and we stopped going there after like the first couple of years so it makes you wonder if we really went to the moon what made them stop going to the moon well i mean if this is just a simulation in some type of like holographic universe i mean i could see where people would say it's flat you know i mean we we're just we could i mean none of this could even be here you know um I know, uh, I've been up in an airplane before and I've looked out over the skies and I don't see a curvature. And that's one of their top things is like if you're in the air and you look out, no matter where you're at, everything's still always there's always the same flat horizon. You never see curvature. And if you believe into the theory of the globe, it's eight inches per square mile, I believe, is what it ends up being like of curvature. So if you're in the air, you should be able to see over 100 and something miles. So therefore, you should be seeing a couple miles of curvature. And you don't. Yeah. So that's where the whole thing comes from. There's really been no scientific proof. They're like, well, you got these pictures from outer space and the satellites and this and that. But they straight up admitted that most of those images have been doctored up. Like NASA admits they enhance their images. So who's to say that, again, I've never been out past from where I can see I've not been in space. So at this point, it's like, do you believe the Earth is round? I mean, that's kind of where I've always believed it, but these people have never been able to prove that it really is or isn't. Yeah. Is, so to me, it doesn't really matter if we're flat or round. I don't know why the entire world would lie about having a round planet. Well, um, I mean, I guess any kind of really crazy question like that, I mean, you could just, I guess, is it going to change anything about your daily life? Do you know what I mean? Like if, would it change anything? And, you know, you look at like philosophy, it's like, okay, well, let's say it's flat. Is that going to change the fact that you still have to get up, go to work? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So, That's how I am like, about it. I was like, it's not going to affect me one way or the other. They're like, oh, well, you know, they all lied to you. I know they lied to me anyways. <laughs> like, well, Yeah, we're all being lied to. Shit, look at the, look at 
Christopher Columbus, I don't know how old you are, but it's like the, you know, he's when you're in school and you're young and it's like the things that they teach you about him. And then, you know, you get older and you find out and it's really, it's so strange to be a child because you're so, you're just like this sponge and depending on who your parents are and what their beliefs are, it's like, you know, that's going to be passed down to you. You know, it's like, they tell us a lot of things and then, but the truth is the shit's super weird, you know, like, civilizations go back way thousands of years before we even say they do but imagine being like a scientist and dedicating your entire life to one little facet of like science or something and you do that and then oh someone else comes along and it's like oh wait you're all your theories are bullshit because i just discovered this so you know, I think it's hard that people can't swallow that pill. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't want to be just, disproven or feel that their life of research has been like a waste, you know? Um, when it comes to the big conspiracies, I find it really hard to buy into that they're able to keep it all a secret because there's too many people in the know. How do you keep everything a secret, especially with all over the world? Because if you read into the normal news which i try not to but yeah every country basically struggles to get along with each other but for some reason they can all be unified to say that the earth is round aliens don't exist bigfoot doesn't exist like there's certain things that they all have been agree on but they can't agree on anything else and then all these people are in the know like oh we know all these things exist but we all agree that we won't talk about it really you're going to keep that big secret <laughs> so that's where I struggle with like I said that's the skeptic side of me of believing of I just know how people are you can't keep everyone's mouth shut yeah I mean definitely you know we're all wondering why we're here we're all wondering why we have to suffer too you know I think that's another thing it's like people have to have a reason why they're suffering <laughs> it's like i I think that's where religion comes in. You know, we have to, being human, we have to have like a point of reference to make ourselves feel okay, you know? And if if you can't have that point of reference, it's like, oh shit, I'm falling. I'm out of control, you know? So I think people have to have something to believe in to to keep themselves going, you know? I think a lot of religions are just another means for the control to be honest they they have a way of putting up there to have someone to be scared of something like a deity a god or whatever so if you fall into this religion you have to live your life the way they want you to live it because otherwise you're falling out of grace of god so again it goes back to as i always just say it's another form of control to people to have people live the way you want them to live and i'm not saying yeah. that religions are bad i think overall the they're supposed to be positive and if that works for people that's great i don't care it's i just see it from a different angle i guess yeah i think a lot of people do you know um i'm fortunate that my parents didn't really force me to do like go to church you know i think my mom kind of went through this thing where she was searching and needed that you know because i saw her like she was a buddhist for a while and you know um so I think it has a lot to do with the family that you're born into, you know, what, what your beliefs end up being. 
which is crazy because you see like these wars over religion and then it's like it's awful because you know it's just like it's crazy that this it goes against our religion you know most religions to be killing and things like that so um i yeah. yeah i don't necessarily look it's to me it's not a good thing i i remember being a kid too and like my uncle was a pastor at like a methodist church and he was like do you know i you know i thought like well if you're a good person you know you'll go to heaven and it's like and then he comes back with me saying well no it's not enough that's not enough to be a good person you have to believe that this man jesus christ died for your sins so doesn't matter if you're evil, awful, doing all this bad stuff, but that second before you die, you accept him and everything's okay. I mean, it's a, a lot of it's just nuts. Like you hear it and you're just like, this is so crazy. <laughs> like, how could anyone, you know, I, there's a, like a meme that I saw and it's that, that very famous picture of like Jesus knocking on the door of a home. And it says something like, you know, he's knocking and he, and he says, let me in. And then the voice behind the door says, well, why? And he said, so I can save you. And the door, you know, the voice behind the door says, save me from what? And then he says, save me from what I'm going to do to you if you don't let me in. You know, it's like, oh, shit. I mean, that's exactly what the story is. It's like, you know, I'm going to save you from what I'm going to do to you if you don't accept me. I mean, that's pretty twisted, you know? Yeah. So but i like my whole family's all been really religious people christianity and everything and that's how i was raised but as i've gotten older i leaned out of that but it's like i get it but if you actually sit there and think about certain things like the god that they want to worship is actually a very vengeful jealous god if you read into the bible so it's kind of like why do you want to worship something that's very like I'm not going to call it evil, but very angry towards you if you fall out of the rain. Oh, God loves all of his children, really, because God puts his children through a lot of fucked up stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that's just Definitely. how my stance is on the whole thing. Yeah, I think the one really good thing about religion that I see is that when people are helping others that are less fortunate or poor or that to me is the the really one good thing about religion is that you know a lot of times these religious groups like you know salvation army saint vincent de paul how they're helping people in the communities and things like that and to me you know that says what's good about it you know that people who need it if you go to church, you have a big family, even like the, in the Mormon religion, you know, they're really fine. They financially support their congregation if their congregation needs it. So I think that there are a lot of good things that have been done in the name of either Christianity or religion. Um, and that's the part that I think, but it's like, can't we just do that and not? <laughs> and, you know, I remember like, I can't love we all just be good people. Yeah, I mean, can't we all just treat each other with the same respect we would give ourselves? I mean, you would yeah. think it'd be that easy, but it's definitely not. It is that easy. I don't know why it has to be so complicated or why. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty, you know, I'll go to work. Somebody cuts me off, you know, I'm just like, obviously trying to be like a better person, but you know, it'll put me in a mood or, you know, something will happen at my job or, you know, I mean, stuff happens to where you get upset or whatever, but I mean, mm. yeah, it's, I can't imagine trying to force somebody to like believe what I believe. I mean, it'll, it's, it doesn't even work that way anyway. People, they're either open to things or they aren't, you know, there's no forcing like, so. Oh, I get but, that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've sort of just rambled. I actually do. I, not, how long do your uh, podcast usually last or does it just depend? It just kind of depends. I was actually going to wrap this one up here soon because I actually have another one that I have to do here in about 50 minutes with somebody else. So, yeah. But I do appreciate you being able to come out and talk with me today. It's uh, been a fun discussion, a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And I hope the the rest of yours goes well. So a lot of podcasts are pretty popular. So I just started this back in September. So I'm slowly getting a little leeway. But like I said, I've released, I think, nine or 10 episodes now. And I've got content recorded all the way up this probably won't even end up airing till honestly the middle of december so i've got like so i release a new episode once a week on tuesdays so there's quite a bit of stuff out there but yeah i'm always like i said i'm always looking for guests and always looking for stories so but again i appreciate it and um thank you, if, you I appreciate if, if you end up having any more experience or anything and just shoot me a message so I'd like to hear about it. Yeah, I will do. Well, thank right. you. Yeah, thank you. Have a good yeah. day. You too. Bye. Bye. That's our show, everyone. Again, I'd like to thank Brittany for coming out and talking with me today. Definitely had some very interesting discussions, stuff to think about. And if you've ever had an encounter or a story to share and you'd like to be on an episode of Tinfoil Tales, Send me an email to tinfoiltalespodcast at gmail.com. Find Tinfoil Tales on Facebook. You can send a message there. And again, help share the show around. Give a five-star review. Every little thing you do does help the show grow. Good night, everyone. Hope you enjoy.